Father, we come to you thanking you for bringing us through another week. And God, you, you blessed us because we're here. So Father, as I come before your people, let the words be from you. Hide me behind the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. It is a privilege to be here. Uh, when the pastor asked me to speak, I kind of looked at my form and go like, is I'm dreaming. He asked me to speak for him. And I said, okay. And I was happy as, but then the first thing came to my mind, Lord, what do you want me to tell the first church? And he came up with this little story. I used to work for a company that has a contract with the state of Florida to do medicated romance. And there was a lady there, every single day she would send me an email. And me being a rookie elder that speaks, every time she sent me something, I tried to make a sermon out of it. But I found out you, everything people send you, you can't make a sermon out of. You can if that's what God wants and if he's in it. That's the number one thing. But this one that she sent me has been the one I love the most. I love it. And I would like to write a book one day. And this will be the first story in my book. And I hope y'all enjoy this. A man was sleeping one night in a cabin when suddenly his room filled with light and the Lord appeared. The Lord told the man he had something for him to do and showed him a large rock in the front of his cabin. The Lord explained to the man to push against that rock with all your might. So this is what the man did. Day after day, for many years, he toured from sunup to sundown with his shoulders set firmly against that cold surface of that unmovable rock. Pushed with all his might. Every night that man returned to his cabin, sore and worn out, feeling like his whole day had been spended, has been spent in saint. Oh, in vain. Excuse me. Since the man had showed discouraged, who steps in? Satan steps in. And this is what Satan put in his, tried to put it in his heart. Satan said, why kill yourself over this? 
Just put in the time given just a minimal effort. And that's all, that's all you need. Just a minimal effort. But did this man think about that? No. He still had in his mind, I have done nothing what God asked me. So I'm going to go to God and find out. So this is what he said. He said, God, I labored long and hard in your service, putting all my strength to do that which you ask. Yet after time, I haven't budged this rock. What's wrong? I feel like I failed you. Do we feel like we fail God sometimes when something didn't go right, but you thought would go right? And you get on your knees and you pray and you say, Lord, what did I do wrong? And you know the God that you, have, that you serve. He's a good God. He believes in answering your prayers. And so this is what God said in a compassionate way. He put it this way. My friend, when I asked you to serve me and you accepted it, I told you that your task was to push against the rock with all your strength, which you did. Never once did I mention that I expect you to move the rock. Your task was to push, and now you come to me feeling like you didn't do what I asked you to do. But you did. He said, look at yourself. Look at your arms, how strong. Look at your muscles, your back, sturdy, strong, and brown. Look at your hands, calluses, from consistently pressure. Your legs, massive and strong. Through the years, you have grown much in your ability to surpass that which you have used to have. Truly, you didn't move that, you didn't move that rock. But your calling was to be obedient and to push and to exercise your faith. And trust in my wisdom. That's what you have done. When God asked us to do something, He always equipped us with the ability to do it. When God asked us to do something, we can't see in our eyes. What God wants. Me personally, I thought I would, would ever be before a congregation and speak because I stutters. I get nervous, I start sweating. And people notice that. But God told me something. 
when you was on that airplane in 1976, when that pilot came on and says, there is something wrong with this plane and we can't go no further. We have to go back to New York. We can't go back to LaGuardia Air Force Base. When you heard that voice and say, fear not, know that I am God. I will be with you always, even to the end of the world. I had never, ever heard that scripture or remember ever hearing that scripture in my life. When the pilot came on again and told us what was going on, all of a sudden, cursing, people swearing. But you know what? That was my rock. God said that same scripture again. See, we don't know where God is going to take you in life. If that plane had a crash, Denise might would have been still in New York. She might have married some guy in the church. Not as handsome. Not as, eh. I always joke with her about that. But God knows what he's doing. When in life, we have to realize something. Look back and see where God had brought you. Look forward and see where God is going to take you. We don't know how far he's going to take us. But thank God that he brought us from our past so that we can be used for the future. We have to trust in him and wait for an answer. Now, I'm going to use this example. I know there have been people uh, in the last couple of years has talked about a little guy named Willie McGee. Does that name ring a bell? Did I get an Amen. Okay, that was good. I can tell you the story. <laughs> Little Willie McGee, I believe he was in his driveway minding his business and a van came scooping up in, on his property and scooped him up. They kidnapped him. He was terrified, but the only thing that he could think of was a song that Hezekiah Walker wrote. He started singing that song and singing that song until all of a sudden the driver hit the brakes and opened that door. Now, two things we can come to conclusion. This kid was a bad singer. Or God's amazing power stepped in. I'm going to say it could be both. (laughs) Young man wasn't worried about his singing. What he was worried about is, is God really true in his word? And when he came on TV, he said he believed it. 
God is true of his word. And that's what we need to believe. There is nothing God cannot do. He can open windows and doors that we can't even imagine. We need to trust in him and wait on him for all the answers. Every single thing. Let's, let's look at this uh, Second Kings 6 chapter. The story is about a young man who became an apprentice with, with Elijah. And he witnessed something that even opened up my eyes. And what, this, what the young man witnessed was he got up in the morning and he opened up the window and he saw something. What he saw was hundreds of the enemy. And see, what the enemy had done was they circled Elijah's house that night so when he woke up in the morning, he could see. When the young man went out and saw all the horses and chariots, he nearly passed out. Knowing he, if that was me, I would have ran back to Elijah's starting and started, whoa, 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 you know. But he went back and he told Elijah, there are horses out here and carrots and Elijah didn't pay him no mind the first time but he was wondering why are you not worried? Why? So Elijah told him he said it's greater that's in us through God than we were about the world. The world don't have nothing. And then Elijah's prayer What's the thing? Lord, open his eyes and let him see. And all of a sudden, the young man looked out and saw hundreds of thousands of powerful angels across the mountainside, standing beside chariots of fire. That's what that young man experienced for the first time in his life. And he thought the enemy had him. But you know what? When you are God's children, there is nothing, anything that God can't do. I know for a fact, I know a, a little old lady was diagnosed with brain cancer in 1968. And that lady did worry. Now, not, not, but one day, me and this lady was cleaning house one day, and she got in there and started singing one of her songs. You know, y'all know what them, some of them songs. God is good. Jesus keep me near the cross. Songs that uplifted her, and matter of fact, uplifted me. We got what. God does is, they, God want us to praise him even when we go through something? One of the things that we need to do. We need to, don't worry. We, we need to see God move in our lives so that we can move and help people move in their lives. 
Because some people, the only church and only God they see is in us. They see our smile. They see the trials and the tribulation that we might go, to, go through. You didn't get that promotion. And you trained the person that got the promotion. But you don't worry about it. Because God is good. Because one day God may bless that person to get blessed out of the position. And who's, who's, who's next? When God opened that door, things happen. Do I have any college students in here? No college students? Okay. All right. This is, this is for y'all. This is for you. There was a college student that worked very hard as a work student. And she got a telephone call from uh, financial aid and said, we need to see you ASAP. And that person was so nervous because the person didn't know what was going on. And that person went in and they said, you know, you work, you, you're a good worker. There's someone that needs your spot and we have to give them your spot. But what we're going to do is reward you with a scholarship for the remainder because of your hard work. Now, that's a hookup from God. I don't care what anybody say. That is a hookup from God. Now, we need to come and, like I say, give God the praise. Psalm 156 says, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. You got to give him through the good times and the bad times. Last week, the Holy Spirit spoke to me to start putting down songs, going online and Googling and typing them. And I came across some, some songs that I really loved. One was Total Praise, and but one song that really, really, really caught me is when I thought about my plane trip. And at that time, I was not saved. Being a soldier in the army, you think you couldn't be saved. But through my experience, God showed me some of the saviest people that he had blessed that helped me. One song that really got me is, I was seeking deep in sin from the peaceful shore, verily deep within, seeking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry from the water lifted me and now I'm safe, am I? Have we all gone through that? That we were sinking, but God just opened up and just put us in his arms and he carried us through our trials and tribulation. That's what God does. That's how good he is. There are 10 things God wants us to remember about him. That we need to believe in God. Uh, Matthew 21, 22, things 
Whatever you shall ask in prayer, believe you shall receive. Strength, and this is my favorite one. Um, the last verse in Psalm 27. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. And Psalms 91. He shall call on me. I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver and honor him. God is good. God is so good. I, uh, Isaac uh, 24. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. God will uh, provide for you. Songs 146 says, The Lord is near to all that call on him. All that call on him in trust. And I would like to close the last one with, I love you. Again, I say that if two shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done to, uh, for them of the Father which is in heaven. God when we pray and we pray together, when we have a prayer partner, if it's husband and wife, if it's just co-workers, mother and father, brother and sister, God don't care. Keep praying, believing that God will open doors. God has promised to pour out his spirit upon us if we just ask. Press together as people in one accord. The purpose of united praise and prayer is to pray and praise together for what is on God's heart for this lost world. I'd like to close with the words of my favorite song. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look fully in his wonderful face. And the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. May the Lord open up the heavens and pour out a blessing that you would not have room enough to receive. We can believe in that. May the Lord bless you abundantly and above all could ever hope for. May we fall in love with him for the rest of our days. May God hear may God hear you when you call. May God lift you if you fall. May God bless you as you stand. May God hold you in the palm of his hand. May God bless you and keep you all.